I am Haley. And I'm Becky. And this is How to Not Get Killed. I don't know. Oh, what week is this coming out? Is this the week of my birthday? I think it is. Is it? I think it just hit me. I'm looking. Fucking happy fucking birthday. (laughs) Me to myself. Okay, hang on. I gotta do quick mental math. Okay. No, no, your next episode is. Ah shit, so fucking. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. We didn't miss your birthday. Okay. So next week's episode, guys, I expect uh, money to be sent directly to my PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do I like? I like yarn. Um, <laughs> yarn and money. Yarn, money, and I like coffee. Um, like comfy blankets. What else do I like? <laughs> food. I'll take food. If you want to send me true. a pizza, I'll accept a dozen pizzas. That would be so The Joey special. The Joey special. No, it's two pizzas, two pizzas. but pizzas. I'll go with a, a dozen instead. <laughs> So that's next week. You guys have a whole week to prep. And go. <laughs> so that's that's the only I'm update, waiting, I think. I'm waiting for the pizzas. Oh, okay. Should we just pause this and go order pizza? Or put the pizzas in them? Let's the fucking do that. Luke. Yeah, we actually are eating pizzas after <laughs> yeah. this. So it's not like ordered pizzas, but no. it's still going to be good pizza. No, they look really good. They look pretty good, right? They look like ordered pizzas. It's and not delivery. What? It's delicio. It's have, not, though. But We have a, I think it's garlic. But we have a dipping sauce in the fridge from, like, the last time we ordered pizza, so it'll kind of feel like we ordered uh, pizza. That's me. Would you love that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just doing, like, a tongue thing. I was doing, like, a Gene Simmons thing, <laughs> but for pizza and dip, so. Very excited. This is going to be a good episode. I love pizza. <laughs> I know, really. This is, I feel like we get to a point when we're recording, and it's mm-hmm. like we've recorded, like, a few episodes, and then yeah. it's right before we eat, so we get, like, loopy, yeah. like, from hunger. I've had a few sips of alcohol. Mm-hmm. We are drinking. Yeah, we're Come drinking on the job, guys. We decided to crack a drink. Yeah, I think this might be the first time we're drinking on the job. I think, I think so. A whole year. We always in. talked about doing it, and yeah. we've never done it. No, so we're drinking and we're drinking and driving tonight, guys. Yeah, we are. I'm just kidding. We're not. That's so legal. We have to do pause that. in the middle of another one. Which Honestly, kind of cooler. Just right. A mini cooler, just <laughs> <laughs> or like a mini fridge under the table. Yeah. Ooh. Well, because we did talk about putting the coffee pot down here. I know. Yeah. Don't tell Luke. He doesn't listen anyways. Oh, he doesn't listen. Well, we're, we're doing it. We're going to steal the Keurig. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'll fucking kick your ass, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well. So get into it. Are we going to say it? Let's just jump right into it. Yeah. Well, we have nothing else to update. Becky, you guys know what the episode is because you'll have looked at the title. Becky yes. still at this point has no idea what. I know nothing. I so, literally know nothing. Sometimes she'll be like, what case are you doing next week? Like when we get together. And I'm like, I don't know. And yeah. then I just like fly my, the day my I, pants. So like we, okay, here's Sometimes the thing, I have them planned. Sometimes I don't. But okay, here's my thing is most times when you do have them planned, you'll just say, oh, it's a bleeding London case or, oh, it's a case from Muskoka or you'll like tell me something that has to do with the case, but not directly. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay. Or you'll just tell me a name and I'm like, I've never heard of that before. Okay. And that's the thing is I think because I do, this isn't a local case, but like the bleeding London ones are obviously local. So like you wouldn't, even if I said the name, you wouldn't know what it is anyways. No. So yeah. Becky. Yeah. So she has no idea. But I do have to ask you because I will talk about this later, but this case was the inspiration for a book and then it was then a movie. Have you ever seen the movie To Die For? Who's in it? 
Nicole Kidman. I know she's not your favorite. Okay, I was just gonna um, be like, nope, have to. And Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, but I do like. I know him. you like him. Um, Matt Dillon as well, isn't it? Um, it's like 1995, so it's not it's not new. It's like a 90s movie. Okay, but no. If not, after this case, you can decide if you want to go watch it. Okay. I watched it in my first year film class. And I actually, at that point, wasn't a big fan of Nicole Kidman. And after I watched this movie... It turned I, you? I, it kind of. It's it's odd to say because of the character that she plays. She just did a good job, I think. Okay. Um, I will say, I know she's, I know she's like, revered as a good actress. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I she's... Just, I just think that there's certain things I like her and there's other things I don't... I don't care for her as much you know okay. that's kind of how I feel about her but I did like her in this movie I thought the role was something I had never seen her play before and okay. you'll understand why when I tell you the case okay but it is pretty I haven't seen it since first year so that would have been eight uh, million years ago say, oh my God, like a long time ago <laughs> like, like eight oh, years 25 like years ago, ago. <laughs> um but from what I remember I really enjoyed the movie and okay. then now researching the case I feel like they 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 do take some artistic liberties with it, but it feels pretty close. Like when okay. I was reading, doing my research, I was like, "Yeah, this just I'm just recalling the movie, and this is almost the exact okay. same." So th- speaking of movies, I just had something pop into my head. I know we've talked about this about how um, the movie. Maybe we haven't. Oh my god, did I talk about it with Drew then? Um, is this completely irre- irrelevant? People Probably. do often mistake me and Drew for the same identical person. Yeah. You guys do have the same hair length, so I mean, <laughs> I <know>. like <laughs> exactly. yeah, from from behind, I can't even tell. <laughs> No, he has no button. Except for I'm nice like button. one foot shorter. <laughs> it's but, true. Yeah. The height difference is uncanny. <laughs> uh, but no, what I was going to say is, uh, maybe I've mentioned it to you, about how months ago, when I was doing the Cleveland kidnappings case, mm-hmm. I had said how the movie with yeah. um, What's Her Face from Orange is the New Black is coming out, and it's like coming soon on Netflix. So I set my reminder. And then did I update you about how it just fucking disappeared? No. Okay, well, it did for weeks and then I was like okay are they now no longer releasing it because it is a fucked up movie mm-hmm. like it's it's apparently like really graphic like I'm sure like I've had listeners message um my friend Vanessa actually she was like yeah it's a hard watch like I can imagine and then even Jade was like yeah it's a hard hard watch and if Jade's saying that I know she's watched some pretty fucked up shit so if Jade's saying it it's a hard watch yeah so I was like okay maybe just Netflix Canada was like actually on second thought this Maybe might be a hard watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, literally, like, two days ago, which by two days ago, I mean in mid-August, because this is coming out, That's like, end of September. Is. Yeah. Um, it popped back up. And it's coming out, and it says a date this time, September 1st. So by this time, I'll have watched it, finally. Okay, you're going to need to let me know, because I'm still 50-50 on if I'm going to... Same I'll reason watch why I haven't watched an American Crime, the one about Gertrude. Oh, yeah, I still because, haven't watched that either. Because I'm scared. Yeah. 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 It's like I'll watch like any horror movie yeah. like what that that most people are like that's scary and I'm like no 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 I'm good but like stuff yeah. like that yeah. scares the living shit out of me yeah so I yeah. feel like I get like we'll see you know you know that thing where someone's like oh it's so graphic or whatever do you get that like competitive thing where you're like I'll fucking show you and then you like watch it out of spite. Yeah, that's me. And, you're like, I can and then, it, and then, and then I watch it, and then I'm like, like, why did I fucking do this to myself? Why can't I just admit I'm like a little pussy ass bitch? Like, come on. Well, and also, like, do we want to be the kind of people that watch stuff like that? And they're like unaffected, unbothered. Why do I want that? Why is that my goal in life to be like, haha, that person's dead AF? Like, why do I want that? I don't want that. I don't want to be guys <laughs> to shit like no, that. No, I want to be sensitive as hell. Yeah. So yeah. there we go. 
Here we are. I, that was, it's, we're going to come back to the next episode. We'll be like, we watched it. <laughs> just like crying <laughs> so hard. No, because I have until September 1st and we're recording before September 1st. So. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. There won't be an update until October, guys. Sorry. We'll, we'll let you know. And I'll warn you if it's a hard watch or not. Yeah. I have a feeling you're going to come back to the, it's, it's a hard watch. It. Yeah. Like, That's all I'll say is it's a hard watch. It's a hard watch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this one, To Die For isn't a hard watch in okay. that way. Okay, good. good. Just on the topic of movies. It's a hard watch in the sense of, like, it's terrible that this happened, but okay. it's not It's not graphic. So, um, okay. So, today we're talking about Pamela Smart. I made the mouth noise. Did you um, hear that? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course I did. I hear all of them, I, but I, it's because I also do them so frequently. I feel like my mouth is just full of saliva all the time. <laughs> Which it technically it is, but it's just well, yeah, it's it juicy. Um, Come on. I'm sorry. So Pamela Ann Smart, born Pamela Wojas on August sixteenth, nineteen sixty-seven. That's pretty close to somebody else's birthday. I know. I was gonna say one day before my birthday. Yeah. Not the same year, but <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> but pretty freaking close. I'm glad we don't share a birthday. But yeah. um, she was born on August sixteenth, nineteen sixty-seven, in Wyndham, New Hampshire. Okay. She grew up in Miami um, before her parents moved back to New Hampshire. They moved to a town Which called... Which Miami? Because isn't there like 75 Miamis? Sorry, Florida. I didn't know there was more Miamis. There's, isn't there a Miami in California? Oh, maybe. I just said it because I, I just assumed... I, I always think of Florida first. Florida, but But there right, was one person once Americans that was like, which one? And I was yeah. like, pardon? I thought there was just one. Sorry, continue. No, no, no. Because it's I wrote Miami, Florida, and then I backspaced it, and I was like Miami. Everyone knows Miami. So now maybe I'm wrong. wrong. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong, and I'm just like imagining. Continue. We'll, we'll, I'm, I'm gonna sure look at a map later. Someone will let us know. <laughs> Someone's uh, gonna scream at us. So she grew up in Miami, Florida. Okay. <laughs> before her Thanks. family moved back to New Hampshire to um, a town called Derry when she was 13. Derry. She was a she was a cheerleader in high school. And went on to attend college at Florida State University. Uh, she pursued a degree in communications. While she was in college, she was also the host of a radio program and had interned at a local television news station. Okay. She had apparently, from friends and family and anecdotes and stuff, had mentioned that, you know, she would like to be on TV. Like, she was like, that would be, like, that would be a dream of mine to be okay, on cool. TV, to be on the news and whatnot. So. Cool. Well, she was home in New Hampshire for Christmas break in 1986, Pamela met Gregory Smart, and they began dating. They quickly fell in love, and they were married just two years later um, in 1989. Okay. And Pamela was still in college at the time, so Gregory moved to Florida to be with her while she finished her senior year of college. How kind of him. So they got married pretty young. Um, Yeah, I was going to say, she would be... 1989, oh, she was born in 67. You're, you're doing the math, not me. So she would have been 18. Okay. And he was two years older, so he would have been 20. Okay. So it's not, like, insanely like, young. No. It's just, like, like it, to be noted that, like, they weren't, like, 30 when they got married. Yeah, and also I feel like that was more common for the times, too, that people started, well, just people married younger. I did that math wrong. She was 22. Okay. I believe you either way, because I'm not doing the math. Everyone knows I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, math. sorry, she was 22. <laughs> I think it just all happens, like, relatively quickly, because I'm like, well, she's 22 when this happens, so. But, yeah, they were 
married and yeah, in nineteen. So they were married. <laughs> he was two years older than her, I believe. He okay. Was, yeah. Okay. So they once she graduated, she got a job. They moved back to New Hampshire, and she got a job as a media coordinator at Winnicunit High School. Oh, fun name. <laughs> I'm not looking at it, so I don't know how it's spelled, but... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I mean, if you're struggling with it, no, we both know I'll struggle. That's, that's how it's spelled. Winnicunit? Winnicunit. <laughs> yeah. Winnicunit. <laughs> um, she apparently oversaw media services for 11 high schools, but oh, oh. the one source that I read said that she worked at Winnicunit High School, so I don't know if maybe that was her main high school, but okay. she was a media coordinator. Greg got a job as an insurance agent. Okay. Um, pretty soon into their marriage, Pamela and Gregory started to have issues. Mm, um, not good. Like, it sounds like things weren't going well for them. I couldn't find many details about it, but just, like, probably, like, fighting. Fighting. They got married within two years of started dating, so maybe it was just one of those things where it's, like, like kind of rushed into it a bit. And sure. then Yeah. Because it's, some people, like, yeah, seven some months after longer... they got married, they started having these issues. So, oh, then... The honeymoon phase is well over, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, ah, shit, I'm stuck with this person now. Yeah. So it also could have, like, they moved back to, like, okay. a, another, like, to her home state. Like, maybe, like, he, sorry, they met in New Hampshire. Then he moved to Florida and while then, she finished college, and then they moved back to New Hampshire. And I'm wondering for someone, like, who maybe wanted to be on the news and be on TV, maybe Miami was, like, a better place for that. And yeah, kind of seems like And she's got a job as a media coordinator for a high school. Yeah. Hard to say. The That's mo- our speculation. The movie definitely plays on that a little bit more, I would imagine. Mm, okay. Kind of like she was a trapped housewife. Oh, okay. Sort of yeah, and had to give up on her dreams and stuff. Yes, and yeah. Resent but I don't know how much that actually was true, but there was, like, things that I read that said she did want to be on TV. Okay. So there could have just been tensions there. Like, maybe she just wasn't getting what she wanted yeah. out of her career. Okay. Um... So, yeah, so one of the sources that I read said that according to Pamela, so we don't really know for sure if this is true, but according to Pamela, Greg came home one night and confessed that he had had a one-night stand. That's not good for marriage. During, yeah, during these, like, (laughs) marital troubles, so. Not good. Who's to say? Retroactively looking back, it seems to me like she could have just said this to try and, like, justify what comes next. But there's no oh. justification for that. Okay. Well, I think I'm guessing the end of the story all wrong now. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay, yeah. continue. Continue. When while working at the high school, Pamela also volunteered at um with a sort of like a program. It was called Project Self Esteem. Okay. Okay. It was a local drug awareness program. Oh, so that's not what all. I know. I read that too, and I was, I was like, why would it be called? like? Like, I understand, like, oh, like, you know, Project drug low awareness. self-esteem and you do drugs, stuff, whatever. but, like, I don't think that's... Is those... that really why people do drugs, though? <laughs> no, but I think that's what they're implying, like, that no. you do drugs because you have low self-esteem. That's not the only reason people do drugs, though. No, I feel like that's, like, not even one of the first reasons why I'd be like, I'm going to do drugs tonight. <laughs> like, I would well, be like, like oh, dang. <laughs> so I feel like it's, like, not a fitting name, but it was called Project Self-Esteem. It was a drug awareness program. Okay. Um... There, Pamela was, like, she was volunteering, but she was, like, a coordinator, right, for okay. the high school, so she was more of, like, a in a, in a teacher role, right? Yeah. Um, and again, I mean, she was 22, so she's she's not a high school student. Mm-hmm. She met 
at Project Self-Esteem, she met 15-year-old Billy Flynn. No, what is ha- what happens with 15-year-old Billy Flynn? Who was a sophomore in high school, obviously. Um, originally, uh, Billy and Pamela, they bonded over their mutual interest in heavy metal music. Okay, but you shouldn't be bonding with 15-year-olds. No, okay. No. <laughs> if you guys could see the cute face <laughs> Haley just made. This is why we need to do visual recording. Yes. That was good. That was good. Um, no, yeah, no bonding with underage children. I already, I don't even know what happens next. I can already tell you. Mm-hmm. No. Very much a minor though. Okay. Very, very yes, much a minor. Yes. And again, she's no, she's not like 45, but she's still definitely an adult and he is definitely a child. Yeah. Right? I feel like yes. that's pretty the clear. age gap stopped mattering when they're both adults. So age gaps matter when you're a fucking minor. Yeah. So. Okay, go on. So, yeah, so they, they bonded. Um, they Pamela at Project Self-Esteem also met um, Cecilia Pierce, okay. who was a friend of Billy's. Um, according to Cecilia, Pamela and Billy started out spending time together just as friends. No, 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 no. No, you're an adult. Yeah, I know. And you're overseeing a project with minors. Okay, go on. Yeah. About like you know also about like drug awareness and like making good choices. You know what I mean? This is a bad choice. <laughs> I can even if nothing happens here, that's not a good choice. It's just a weird choice. It's a weird it's character like a, choice yeah. to be like, I'm gonna hang out with a 15-year-old. Yeah. Because if I I if I said that, you would be like, Becky, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? I don't care that he looks like he's 20. He's I, mean, I promise he's really <laughs> mature. No, no. <laughs> that's called grooming. <laughs> Go on, go on. So, so <laughs> apparently they started out as friends, um, but Cecilia says that she saw something change between Pamela and Billy around February of 1990. Okay. At this point, Pamela had confessed to Billy that she, quote, thought about him all the time. Inappropriate. 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 It's going to get even more inappropriate. Inappropriate. So based sure. on sources and later testimony, it appears that this is kind of around the time when their relationship definitely became sexual. Cat. <laughs> if you could see Becky's face right now. It's disgusted. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So, okay, here's my thing. Okay, here's my thing with it being the reverse usual where it's like usually the girl with the older guy. I find girls can usually pass with deceiving visually. I find guys, though, even if they do look older than their age... They don't always look that much older than their age. The thing with guys, too, is I think that, like, okay, if you can grow a beard, you can automatically look, like, a minimum five years older. Yeah. But I, I find, and this is no shade on dudes, I think a lot of guys I know would agree with this, 15-year-old boys are hard to mask because they behave like 15-year-old boys. That. And, like, even, okay, if I look back to high school when we were once 15-year-olds, the guys that even could grow beards and pass as maybe 18 still had baby faces all of them yeah and like this is the gross part baby bodies where they were just like i think about like the guys that i would like kiss in high school who were 15 and it's just like i look back i'm like oh but that was a that was a baby yeah whereas like now they're probably like men yeah (laughs) adults that have adult bodies but like that's yeah i don't know men don't develop the same way women do like we look like women when we're in high school some of us like Mm -hmm. But, like, I, I just feel like guys don't. No, and, like, yeah. yeah so maybe not... don't become sexual with a 15-year-old. 
it's yeah it's it's not it's not even like, i didn't it's know a gray area yeah. it's, it's not, not a gray. Even, like, just it's just don't no. do it it's especially like we've talked about when you're kind of in a position of power like she was yep. kind of like a teacher yeah and like she was employed by the yes school. and this is like i don't what think I, it was his high school like he might have gone to a different high school but she was employed by like the school board yeah either way you're in a position, in a position of, power. of power this is like the textbook definition of grooming though like one thousand percent maybe we'll do a whole episode on that because yeah well i i got more stuff about yeah. the documentary i texted you about that we're gonna get to <laughs> So, so yeah, so February of 1990 is when they start to, you know. You know, yeah, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to say it either. So, we'll jump to May 1st, 1990. Okay. So, this is why, so, in all the sources I read, it said that Pamela was 22 at this time and Gregory was 24. So, that's why I was kind of, like, doing the math. Doing the math, and I'm like, well, she was born in 67, but, so maybe she was going to turn 23 that year. But that's why I was a bit confused, because this happened, so they were married in 89. Okay. This is May 1990. So they yeah. were married for like maybe a year. Yeah. Could be less than a like year. Like a year and a little bit, maybe? Not even. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, depending on when in 1989 they got married. So so Pamela came home from work to find her condo trashed and her husband, Gregory, shot in the head. <gasps> I wasn't expecting this. Mm-hmm. Okay. This escalated very, very quickly. Yeah. So Greg... Uh, like I said, he was 24 years old. That's so young. It's That's so, so young. honestly like when I read that, because for the, for the longest time I was doing my research and I was recalling the movie where it like, yeah, Nicole Kidman's young in it, but she still to me looks like a, like someone like, like an late twenties. Yeah. And same with like Matt Dillon plays her husband. So yeah. I'm like, he looks like a man. If you Googled him, you would know exactly what is I'm Matt, talking about. Is Matt Dillon the one that's in... No, it's the other Dillon that's in There's Something About Mary. No, he might be in that movie. I'm going to look. Because I, I get the wrong. Dillon brothers confused all the time. You keep no, talking. the other one. But, um, so yeah, when I read that, and I was like, he's 24 years old. That's so young. That's... Oh no, he's exactly who I was thinking. There is a different yeah. Dylan brother. I yeah. love him. Yeah. He's so one he, of my favorite so he plays actors. Her husband and Joaquin Phoenix in the movie plays yeah. Billy. Yeah, plays who's the other Dylan the I'm thinking of? So. Eh, go on. Eh, it doesn't even matter. The crime scene, um, basically, it looked like a burglary gone wrong. Okay. That from, from first appearance. Pamela publicly um, speculated that Greg's killer was, quote, some drug addict person looking for a quick 10 bucks. Um, so she was putting her theories out there pretty quickly. Okay. Also, that's not a good theory at all. No. If you are going to go and throw out a theory, because like uh, addicts wouldn't actually just like immediately jump to murder. They would like mm-hmm. panic and flee the scene. Like Exactly. Like if you broke into a house, if you're a drug addict and you're breaking into a house where someone's home, yeah. you're probably immediately going to run. Or if someone does come home, yeah. you're probably just going to run. Like most of them aren't going to like, and if they do have, have a, a gun, knife and kill, well, they shot him as well. So and that's the thing. It's like, gun, if they do have a gun and they're going to shoot, they're likely not going to hit the head. Yeah. Likely. Like in, exactly. in the cases I personally know about where like something like that happened, it's not like a clear shot to the head. It's like in the shoulder because they panicked and freaked out. Yeah. And, and it's definitely close range. Yeah. Okay. Very okay. close range. Yeah. So that's another thing too. The, um, during the investigation, a man came forward and said that he had found a 38 caliber pistol in his house and believed that it had been used in the murder of Gregory Smart. 
Um, okay. This man was the father of a young man named Vance J.R. Latime Jr. So I think they what called him... name? I think they called him J.R. because it was like Vance. Like J.R. or Jr.? It, in, it says J.R. like with periods. The periods. Okay. Because yeah. some people, yeah, would be J.R. But some people would be Jr. So yeah, but know. I know some people that have like that are named after their dads. And mm. it's like Jr. or like J.R. is like a common way to also just... Okay. Uh, like a okay. nickname. Okay. But Vance is, is how I'm going to refer to him Vance anyways. Refrigeration? So, <laughs> Vance. Bob Vance. Bob Vance. Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> so, so this is Vance's dad coming forward and okay. saying, I found this gun in my house. This okay. isn't my gun. Okay. Um, bringing it to the police and saying, I think this might have been used in the murder of Gregory Smart. Okay. So Vance was a, a very good friend of Billy Flynn's. <gasps> the plot thickens, you guys. The plot is so thick and soupy right now. It's so insane. Thick. <laughs> it's so thick. <laughs> at this point, the police were already looking very closely at Pamela for the murder. Okay. Because like we said, we've said many, many times on this podcast, like there, there usually is, it's more common to look inside the home than outside first. first right. You have to rule out She's partners. You have to. Yeah. yeah. So they were looking at her, um, on May 14th. So about two weeks after the murder, the police received an anonymous tip saying that Pamela was involved in her husband's death and that a girl named Cecilia Pierce knew information about the plot to kill Greg. So two friends of Billy Flynn. Okay. Vance, Vance and knows. And another Is it Celia boy, or Cecilia? Cecilia. Okay. 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 Um, Bill, so Billy Flynn, his friend Vance, and another boy named Pete Randall. They were all friends. Um, sorry, to Vance and Pete. Okay. I, I just started the sentence okay. in the middle. But That's Vance okay. and Pete, who were both friends of Billy, had admitted to a classmate that they had helped Billy kill Greg. Oh, that's not a good thing to admit. So the thing. whole thing is unraveling pretty quickly. And obviously they're teenagers, so it's going to unravel and be extremely dramatic and theatrical. Yeah. And Fuck. I'm going to like speculate here a bit. We'll get into it later. But if you're not the kinds of kids who were who were going down that path to begin with to like become a murderer is what I'm saying. Yeah. Then if you do something like that, you're going to be weighing really heavy on your quicker. conscience. Oh, 100%. So it's like, like a sociopath isn't going to have a problem keeping that secret because no. they're Cause it doesn't really phase them. Yeah. But Obviously like, it affected yeah. these kids, but any like non murdering person if you kill somebody, whether it's planned or accidental, it's going to fuck you up. Yeah. So I think that them right, like, confessing so. to a classmate says a lot about how they were feeling afterwards. Not yeah. does, It doesn't justify no. it. It just says a lot to, like, these were kids. They, they're kids. Kids yeah. make fucked up mistakes. This is clearly, like, a really, really shitty example of that, where it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So okay. in... Um, Basically, after they received this anonymous tip about Cecilia knowing information, they pulled her in, they questioned her, um, and she, uh, she told them what she knew, and that she agreed to wear a wire and talk to Pamela and okay. try to get her to confess. Okay. Um, in one of the conversations, Pamela was recorded attempting to coerce Cecilia into staying silent, <sighs> saying, quote, if you tell the fucking truth, you'll send me to the slammer for the rest of my fucking life. Oh, that's pretty damning evidence. Yeah. <laughs> in another conversation, she was heard saying something similar to Ce- Cecilia. She said, you'd be better off just lying to the police. We'd go to the, go to the slammer for the rest of our lives. 
So now she's like pulling Cecilia into it, saying like, like we would go. You're part of this now. You knew. Yeah, you're right? an accomplice now. And Pamela doesn't know that Cecilia's already working with the police. Yeah, she's like, oh, I actually have my free ticket, so yeah. I'm good. Like, <laughs> she, I made the smart decision and turned your asses in. <laughs> yeah. She also said that um, on the recording, she also said, Pamela did, that Greg's death would have been, quote, the perfect murder if Pete and Vance hadn't have blabbed to their classmates. Okay, well, it really wouldn't have been. No, it obviously wouldn't have <laughs> it been. It really wouldn't have been because, like, you've already made so many really dumb mistakes, so. Yeah, yeah. But and she, also, again, she's yeah. obviously under the impression that if they hadn't spoken, then everything would have been fine. And that's great that you can think that. Go ahead and think that. But also, what do you truly, truly expect when working with children? I, I, I agree. I agree. You have to lower your expectations by at least 80%. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least yeah. at least <laughs> so the police brought in billy flynn okay pete randall vance latime jr and their other friend raymond fowler okay who all very quickly agreed to cooperate for reduced sentences it's smart honestly these kids were straight up like we did this we know we're going to jail okay um that's we'll give you everything awful. we can to like like uh, yeah appease in any sort of way or like, imagine being in that sentence. situation like i i as bad as it sounds, I feel for these kids. Yeah, and that's what that's what we're going to get into discussing later, is this is a kind of a weird... It leaves you with a weird feeling, this case does, yeah. because of this. Yeah. Because the boys claimed that Pamela had orchestrated the entire plot. She had left the front door unlocked, gave them money for ammunition, oh, and no. suggested that they make Greg's death look like a burglary. Okay. Okay. So... On August 1st, 1990, so this is three months three months after Greg's yeah. death, Pamela was arrested for conspiracy to commit murder. Well, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And I think with the wire and everything, they, had, Get they her. felt like they had had enough. Get um, her. Billy Flynn, Pete Randall, Vance, Latime, and Raymond Fowler had all secured plea bargains before the trial began. Okay. And the prosecution was relying heavily on their testimony. So okay. they didn't really have a lot of physical evidence. It's that just she, It's just like hearsay. Like she said, he said, because. That's all she, they have. It's like she's talking to them and telling them what to do. And yeah. they did it. So all the physical evidence would say that they murdered him, which they did. But. And they're admitting. They're admitting to it. Um, and that's, that's the biggest thing. But under right? special circumstances. Yeah. So the trial began on March 4th, 1991. Okay. So this is that's like, a year later then. She was arrested on August first, so it's like almost a year later. Yeah. It's, it's like nuts how long shit takes later, when yeah. it comes to like trials and shit. Holy crap. It's yeah. It's so so yeah, they've all been arrested and they're in prison waiting for trial. So throughout the trial, the teenagers from their legal standpoint were portrayed as naive victims of an evil, vindictive woman. Okay. The prosecution painted Pamela as a cold-blooded mastermind who was very much in control of her teenage sex partner. Ew, I don't like that phrasing at all. Sex partner. I, I I know. I think I just typed it the way I read it. And you were just like, like hey, loud. Ew, I'm like, ew. I don't like that. Ew, that's the... Her the, lover? Like, ew, what do you want to say? You can't even call her lover. <laughs> say? Like, 
<laughs> Ew. I want to be like her victim. Like it's just well, like pretty much. much like, yeah. I mean, ew, yeah. sex partner. Honestly, that's how like going forward. Sorry, Drew. Just you're not my boyfriend anymore. This is my sex partner. <laughs> Imagine that's how you refer to like your just your partner. <laughs> like, honestly, that's the new way to do it, guys. Going forward, everyone introduce your partners as sex partners. That's the only way. That's the only way. It will cause no controversy whatsoever. No, I none. Imagine. I promise you. <laughs> You'll be good to go. So Pamela was accused of seducing Billy to murder her husband so that she wouldn't have to go through an expensive divorce. She, Billy had said that Pamela talking to him was like, if I get divorced, Greg's going to take everything I yeah. own. It will cost so much money. Um, and he also had a $140,000 life insurance policy that oh. she would have been able to collect. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's, that's, there too um the trial attracted a lot of media attention of course because it's scandalous it is scandalous like there are reporters coming from europe from the middle east like places like israel and like so so then reporting on that back and spreading this kind of like it attracted a lot of international attention yeah it would for sure because it is like uh this evil temptress yeah like cougar yeah who seduced these teenage boys into killing her husband right like it's sensationalized it is for yeah sure. it's um, like a sexy story where it like makes for great headlines that you're gonna be like oh i want to read like that the, i'm attracted like to like this the story thing, right? yeah where it's like, like it's it's really people like, like hear about it and they're like yo this is like, yeah this will sell especially when it's like i find whenever it is like a young woman that's like even remotely attractive that's when stories are like woof let's blow this up no matter what the story is exactly yeah and and she like she is. She's not, like, I'm gonna look. the I most attractive see. person in the whole see. world. I'm not, like, I don't know. I feel weird even judging someone's appearance. But, like, for... <laughs> Me, mom, like, let me see this, girl. ...woman in the 90s, like, she's... Yeah, she's not bad looking. Okay. I'm looking. You keep talking. I've got this. I'm pulling her up. But, um... So, yeah. So, Pamela acknowledged on the stand that she did have an affair with Billy, but claimed that the murder of her husband was entirely Billy's doing. She says that she broke up with Billy... She told Greg about the affair and came clean and he had forgiven her for it. And she claimed that Billy was just so upset that she decided to end their relationship and go back and repair her marriage that he murdered her husband in retaliation. And she had no idea who was going to do that. I don't believe that for two seconds. I don't either. Because if that, if that was the truth, hypothetically, if you were like, I broke up with him, I went home, told Greg, he was like, okay, well, I had one night stand, so I guess, you know, like, from her perspective, yeah. right? Because that's the story she's weaving. Yeah. So he, we'll forgive each other, we'll work on our marriage and get back to it. And everything's fine and dandy again. And then you come home to find your husband murdered. Wouldn't you be running to the police? Saying, oh, that's hey, the thing. That's I think I know who did this. That's the thing. Instead of being like, oh, some person came in here stoned out of their mind and just shot my husband. I would be like, I have a sneaking suspicion and I'm going to talk to the police about yeah. this. Like, And I understand that, like, you're definitely putting yourself in a a tricky situation because then you have to like admit to the police that you were having sex with a 15 year old boy but is that better than conspiring to murder someone? but at least you're not going to get charged with his murder right i'd prefer that exactly if i had to choose so that's that's my one thing in this that i, I that i just feel like pushes me towards like i don't believe her i don't oh, believe no. anything she's saying because it, it even though in theory it could be true i think she, if it was true she would have acted differently oh yes that's, I, that's that's where I completely and the agree. fact that the police went to these boys and they broke down immediately and told them what happened like and they all had very like 
solid stories that all corroborated one another. Yeah. Where it's like, again, like we always say, it's hard for children to lie like consistently, especially teenagers. Have you ever seen a teenager lie to you? It's like (laughs) the most hilarious thing, right? Like it's just, you, you've caught them already. You ask them the question, they haven't even answered. You've already caught them because they're like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, it's so obvious. So yeah, I, I think this is, but this is obviously her defense, right? So she said that she told Billy, I can't do this anymore because I have a husband. So she said, if Billy took that as her saying, like, we can't be together as long as Greg is still around, then that wasn't her fault or intention. Like, that's not what she meant. And he took it and then spun it to say, okay, oh, well, she says she can't be with me as long as she's married. So I'll make sure that I take care of her husband. She's like, if he took it that way, that's not my fault. Which I think the conversation probably went a bit differently. I'm sure she was a bit more direct with it. Yes. My thing with that is like, well, maybe sure. Maybe if that's what you want to believe went down conversationally, but you have to expect that again, you're dealing with a teenager. Mm -hmm. Like you have to almost expect that they're going to run with your words no matter what you say, that they're going to blow it out of proportion. So if that is what really happened, you have to expect that this kid might be like, okay, well, whether it's murder or not, I have to get the husband out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, I'd assume that. Like, yeah. I, okay, okay, okay. This is very frustrating. I know. This is a very frustrating case. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so she further insisted she had no knowledge of the murder plot and played no role in the, in the death of her husband. Uh, on the stand, Billy claimed that he had fallen in love with Pamela pretty quickly and that she oh, no, no. and that she took his virginity. No, no, you sweet boy. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She fucking tainted him and um, ruined his that's life. That's so upsetting. Um, he testified that Pamela started talking to him about killing her husband and said that Greg had hit her. Okay. Um, okay. Right. Apparently, Greg also threatened to take her dog if they got divorced. You know what? Um, you know what? Becky, I know. I'm going to pause right here. <laughs> Drew, if you're listening while editing this, if you ever threaten to take Oscar from me, I'm not going to say what I'll do, <laughs> but we both know it's not going to be good. <laughs> I read that part and I was like, Becky is going to like... <laughs> it's so true. Like, we, jo- we joked once about like, oh, if we ever break up, like, she. I'm taking Oscar, right? And I literally was like, so fuck you are. Like, he was kidding, obviously. I was going to say. He knows better. Really he did try to argue me for taco. And I was like, no, my babies are coming with me. <laughs> He'd have a better case for taco, but like, because you bought <laughs> Oscar before you even met you. Yeah. Drew, oh, there's like, zero. Yeah. yeah. No, so. I would fight to the death for Oscar. <laughs> like, I think we all know better. <laughs> Who, who's to say what... Greg actually said, right? Like, I well, mean, yeah, he's no longer around to make his case. Like, Pamela's going to Billy saying he hit me. He said, if I yeah. try to divorce, he's gonna take my dog. Like, he's a terrible person. All this stuff, right? Greg could have done literally none of this. We, we honestly will never know. He could have been abusive. I don't know. She we kind just, of sounds like a pathological it's liar. Just yeah, from from the way she has behaved throughout all of this, I'm like I said, I'm inclined to not believe a single word that she says. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, Billy openly um, sobbed on the stand while he retold his account of murdering Greg. It's also very, very, very hard for teenagers, unless they're actual, like, full-blown sociopaths or psychopaths, to fake emotion. Mm -hmm. Very hard. Yeah, apparently he, like, was undone. 
like he I mean, like we said, naturally so. If you're not a psychopath or a sociopath, it, it's and going to affect somebody, you. It will affect you. So recounting oh, that is was probably sad. a lot for him, um, especially like publicly he, in front of people. Like fuck. he also said he claimed that Pamela threatened to break up with him if he didn't kill her husband for her. So this was his side. Um, yeah. So okay. So murder is never a good start to a relationship. No. Just as a, like a word of advice to everybody. I think if, that's why it, it didn't work out between the two of them. It could be. Yeah. I mean, it could also be the alarming fucking, like, I don't know, adult versus minor situation. Yeah, yeah, but, I like, know. I mean, but if, like, in a relationship, someone was like, yeah, I really need you to take this person out, I'd be like, this isn't going to be a good relationship. I can already tell you right now, this is probably not the one for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, not so a good sign. from the testimony throughout the trial, and if we're, like, believing the narrative that Billy is putting forth, he, she claimed that Greg abused her and said to Billy, you need to take care of him for me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, I will break up with you. Billy said that, um, he was, uh, 16 at the time. Yeah. At the time of the murder, he might've turned 16 then, or he was 16 on trial. It just said 16 at the time. Okay. But 15, 16, that's still, pretty, a, baby. still, still a baby. Yeah. Um, Pete Randall was 17. Okay. They both went into Pamela and Greg's condo in Derry. Uh, like I said before, Pamela apparently had left the door open, unlocked. Okay. They forced Greg to his knees. Randall held a knife. Uh, sorry, Pete Randall held a knife to his throat, and Billy shot him in the head. Oh. Vance was... I can't even imagine what those kids were thinking. Like, I can't even imagine how, like... They must have been crying. They must have been terrified doing this. I mean... I can't even, like, picture... It's hard to say, like... Uh, that that's this is why this case like it, it I'm conflicted sometimes because it's like you still did this. Oh yeah, like, I'm not like, like Pamela them. didn't like hold a gun to your head and like make you kill someone. But they you clearly still, felt like this was it. the only option. So I'm wondering if they went into it and they were just like, "This is my mission. This is what I have to do. I don't fucking yeah. know this guy. I don't give a shit about him." Like, yeah. and they just did it, and then it all came afterwards. Which I feel like okay, I do feel like this is just me speculating. I feel like that is how a teenager would process something like that because like i mean i'll think back to the times that i did stupid or illegal things where doing them or the process of getting to doing them it was like i didn't care it wasn't until after that i realized like my consequences and like all of that where i was just like oh my god i didn't even realize until now it's too late and the guilt is eating me alive well and we know that like teenagers don't often they don't have the ability to think about consequences the same way we do right their prefrontal cortex is not developed yeah it's not fully developed until you're like 25 yeah i think and so that's why so many times you see a teenager like do something stupid and you're like why did you do that and they're like well i didn't think about it and you're like of course like of course why why wouldn't you fucking think about it but it's like because they're literally not adults yet. Yeah. They might look like adults. They might be look like walking they might around in tell a body you that looks adult. like an adult. They might be taller than you. Yeah. But their brain isn't developed in the no. same way yet. So they don't have that logic and reasoning things, yet. Yeah. They do things without thinking about what is going to happen yeah. a day later, what's going to happen a week later, what's going to happen a year or five years exactly. down the road. They just do them in the moment. And <laughs> then the consequences come later and they're yeah. shocked by them. Yeah. Like it's, it, and you look again, I trust me. Sometimes I look at teenagers. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. but I constantly need to remind myself about this, that like their brain does not work in the same way that ours does. Yeah. Not yet. Um, yeah. And so, like I said, it doesn't absolve them from what they did, no. but there is a big difference between a 15, 16 year old doing this and like someone who's 25, 30. Yeah. 
Oh, 1000%. Like it would be a totally different conversation. Yeah. So Vance was the getaway driver. He waited in the car um, during the killing along with Raymond Fowler. So they apparently were both. I've seen like, I've read things that say that like Raymond was definitely 100% just in the car the whole time. Okay. I've like read other things that said like Raymond was in the car the whole time while the other boys, whatever, like murdered. So, but I've never found anything that said that Vance was in the condo. Okay. So that's why I'm kind of like, I think they were both in the car. And okay. Vance is usually referred to as a getaway driver. So Okay. Okay. I think the two of them were there, but they obviously knew what was happening. Yeah. The trial lasted 14 days. And by the end of it, Pamela was found guilty of being an accomplice to first degree murder, wow. conspiracy to commit murder, yeah. and witness tampering in regards to Cecilia Pierce. And yeah. And of course, her Oh, yeah. One thing. I'm honestly, I'm kind of glad. Oh, yeah. I mean, because they have like, I almost tape, forgot I mean, about that, but it's just like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like they piled it on. Good. They she could have actually been charged with capital murder. Mm-hmm. Um the jury just they just didn't push it that far. They just chose to to charge her with the crimes I just listed. But yeah, she could have technically been charged with capital murder because there were the taped conversations that completely contradicted everything she said on the stand. Yeah. I think mean, that's part of the reason yeah. why she was convicted. Mm-hmm. Um and and she obviously she obviously knew something about the murder plot that she denied during the trial. So yeah, that was the possibility, but she wasn't convicted of capital murder. Mm -hmm. Um, She was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Good. Billy Flynn was sentenced to life in prison for second degree murder, eligible for parole in 40 years with 12 years of his sentence being deferred. If he maintained good behavior. Okay. So for all the rest of them, um, there is this same 12 year deferral thing. Okay. So basically like it does get applied to all of them. So 40 years eligible for parole 12. in 40 years, but then minus 12. So that's eligible for parole in 28 years. Okay. Um, you know what? I, I feel like that's fair. Yeah. I mean, like I said, kids, we can't deny the fact that like they murdered somebody. They have to do, yeah. they planned it. Like this is first degree murder. Yes. Like they, yes. I mean, I know Billy was charged with second degree murder, so I'm not, I, I don't know, but like they, they planned it. It like, was planned. It was premeditated. It's, pre-meditated. it's all the intentions there. Do they understand the like capacity of their consequences at the time? No. So that's where I feel like it's like, okay, they should get that second chance almost. So it's, it, yeah, I agree with that sentencing in the sense of like, Pay for your time, but also, like, we're going to go just a little bit easy in the sense of getting the 12-year deferral. So so this is kind of, I'll list all of their sentences, and then we'll we'll discuss. Okay. I got too excited. No, no, no. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I, I kind of agree with you. But so uh, 12 years deferral, well, he was in prison. Um, Billy earned his GED because he hadn't graduated high school yet, Because right? they're children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he got his GED. He was active in charity work while in prison. He also worked as an electrician while he was... Um, in prison like okay. just around like learning the trades yeah he um also got married while he was in prison how does this happen so i, I always know. hear about this where people get married or like how, i'm so i don't know how you would meet someone while you're in prison but okay it, it happens for some people okay he so he got married um he has a teenage stepdaughter or at least did at the time of whenever this information was written okay he he apologized to the smart family for murdering gregory but noble okay Obviously, the Smart family still opposed his request for parole. I mean, they, I'm not surprised. Uh, you know that. what? Like, Honestly, like I would, I surprised. do the same thing. Like, I think it would take a very big person to be to like, stand let up him out. and be like, let him out. Like it wasn't 
entirely his fault yeah. and he could still be a good person mm-hmm. like i'm sure any member of that family is like and lock him up forever and you know what even like the family members could yeah deny the like parole request that's fine but they could also still be like yeah we accept your apology bygones be bygones but like we also can't sit here and sign off on you just being out like i understand that conflict of like emotion yeah, like yeah. you still you still made a decision that most people wouldn't wouldn't have made right yeah. Um, he, his request for parole in 2008 was denied, but his sentence was then reduced by three years at that point. So down to 25 years from 28. Okay. So he became eligible for parole in 2015 and he was released on June 4th, 2015 after serving 25 years. Okay. So I'll, I'll just, I'll get to the other guys. So Pete Randall, uh, similar was sentenced to second degree murder with the possibility of parole for 40 years, 12 years deferred for if, if he maintained good behavior. Okay. He, uh, also eventually had his sentence reduced by an additional three years, bringing it down to 25 years. Okay. He was released on parole on the exact same day that Billy was on June 4th. Oh, that's wild. They literally got out on the same day. Interesting. I know. That they would do that. because Okay. Interesting. I wonder if it's just because, like, they were sentenced on the same day and then... Yeah, the I feel like... it's happened, so then okay. they're sentenced, like, they, they just lined up that way. Yes. Okay, here's my thing with that, and not that this isn't a horrifying crime, because it is, but I feel like when it's something like a serial murderer's grouping, they would, like, never let them out on the same day because it would just be, like basically chaos ensuing in the streets mm-hmm. so that's why i was just like oh interesting on the same day but i guess it's probably just because it's i don't know their case in particular yeah i don't know yeah so they are both um on lifetime parole so they'll be okay. on parole for the rest of their lives okay vance last time was sentenced to life in prison as an accomplice to second degree murder eligible for parole after 30 years with 12 years deferred if he maintained good behavior okay his sentence was also reduced by three years so then brought that down to 15 years and was released in 2005. Okay. And he served the, the 15 years. Okay. Raymond, so he got out the earliest then? He, uh, Raymond did. Oh, sorry. So Raymond Fowler, this is why I'm like, it's uh, hard to find information on why Vance got more time than Raymond did. Oh, and that's, okay. When they apparently both waited in the car. That's why I'm like, maybe Vance had one minor detail, like extra Heavier. that he yeah. played a role in that okay. I, I'm not sure about, but he could have um, been the driver then, and then the other just passenger just like in the car. He just was I there. I don't know. But, okay. um, yeah, Raymond Fowler was sentenced to 30 years for conspiracy, conspiracy to murder and attempted burglary with parole eligibility after 15 years. He served 13 years and was released in 2003. So okay. he was the earliest, oh, 2003. Yes. Vance two years later in 2005, and then Pete and, Flynn, uh, Pete and Billy, Billy Flynn um, in 2015. Okay. So they were like 10 years after Vance got out. Well, that's such a long time. They served the most because they committed the actual murder. Mm -hmm. Pamela was originally sent to the New Hampshire State Prison for Women in Goffstown. But in 1993, she was transferred and is serving her life sentence at the Maximum Security Bedford Hills Correctional Facility for Women in Westchester County, New York. Okay. While in prison, uh, Pamela has completed two master's degrees with concentrations in literature and legal studies from Mercy College, and she tutors other inmates in their studies. Okay. She has also completed a doctorate in biblical studies 
Uh, oh, just interesting. Okay. Yeah. And became. Oh, she went in there and she really found Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really, hear. I hear when you go to prison. She really found Jesus. education. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah. I mean, she needs to smarten up. So <laughs> I mean, like. She became a member of the National Organization for Women and campaigns for the rights of incarcerated women. Did I say that right? Incarcerated? You said incarcerated. Incarcerated. But I knew what you were going for, so I was like, I'll let it slide. I was like, I don't think that's I messed up enough words for the both of us. (laughs) For incarcerated women. Incarcerated. I like that one. (laughs) Something about it came out, and I was like, that's wrong. That's incorrect. It felt wrong in my mouth. (laughs) Did it feel wrong in your mouth? In 1996, so this would have been, like, five years after the sentencing. Like she would have been in prison for five years at this point. Okay. She was beaten up by two of her fellow inmates for apparently snitching on them for being in a relationship. Snitches get fucking stitches. I know. I read that and I was like, snitches get stitches. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Honestly. Yeah. She snitched on them for like being in a relationship. I was like, I don't know. Is that not allowed in prison? Yeah. I don't think it is. Okay. okay. I think Fair it's enough. like, I don't know if it's like a rule of rule or I don't know. I've just always yeah. heard it's like fraternizing with other inmates is like, round upon <laughs> so i don't Around know but it could be a rule in especially some prisons especially if it's like yeah. a heavily like religious one having like if it is an all women's facility having a same-sex relationship they would be like whoa get oh, the yeah. holy water like this is not okay yeah, so yeah. if it's one of those scenarios yeah snitches getting stitches for yeah. sure for sure. <laughs> for um, sure the beating was so bad that pamela had to have a plastic plate put in the left side of her face Oof. And experiences chronic pain that she needs like meds for. Okay, well, you snitched. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. say, not only did you snitch, but you had your husband killed. So I don't know if yeah. I feel too too bad just yet. In two thousand and three, I actually haven't looked these up yet. Um, okay. I should probably look at them. But in two thousand three, there was apparently like some provocative photos of Pamela oh, that were published we go. in the National Enquirer. Okay. Following the release of these photos, Pamela claimed that she was coerced into taking them by a corrections officer who had been sexually assaulting her and another inmate, Carolyn Warmus. Oh. In 2004, Pamela and Carolyn sued officials of Bedford Hills claiming sexual harassment and sexual assault, and they won. So this was happening. Um, The judge ordered 23... Just under twenty four thousand to be paid to Pamela, which she received just over eight thousand because she had okay. to pay her legal fees. Um, so she, yeah, she, whatever these photos are, she said that she. I think I found them. She didn't really voluntarily, like, pose for them. Like the, the person who made her pose for these photos was her assaulter. Okay. I think I found them. We'll talk about them. Pamela um, has exhausted all of her appeals at the state level. In 2004, she applied to the first U.S. Court of Appeals, which upheld the original sentence that was given to her. Mm-hmm. At her most recent appeal, Pamela took responsibility for Gregory's death, saying that he would still be alive if she had never gotten involved with Billy Flynn. She, yes, that's probably true. Yeah. She apologized to his family and said, quote, I offer no excuse for my actions and behavior. I am to blame. I regret that it took me so long to apologize to the smart family, my own family and everyone else. But I think that I wasn't at a place where I was willing to own that or face that I was young and selfish and I wasn't thinking about the consequences of what I was doing. Okay. The state denied her request. Okay. And in response said that smart has told a false narrative for over 30 years And just because she decided to change that now does not mean that she has truly changed. 
and fully acknowledged all the crimes she committed as an accomplice and conspirator in her husband's murder and the perpetrator of witness tampering. Decades of lies cannot be undone in an instant by newfound claims of remorse and a vague acceptance of responsibility. Ooh, I, I gotta do this. I know. <laughs> and yeah. a member of Greg's family said they weren't even sure what Pamela was apologizing for, mm. which is, I understand why someone would call this vague. She's like, I, Take I, I offer no excuse for my actions and my behavior. I'm to blame. You know, uh, say the word. I wasn't thinking about the consequences of what I was doing. Like she doesn't really. It is very vague. She doesn't. It is. Well, she she, does, she still it. hasn't admitted. She still holds firm that she didn't know that Billy was going to kill her. It husband. sounds like she says that she was. She, it's her fault because she got involved with Billy. She's who, still placing blame. Yeah, like she had an affair. Basically, yeah. is what she's saying. Like I had an affair with a guy who ended up killing my husband. So like that's my fault. But yeah. she still doesn't take responsibility for You know the what murder. it does sound like? It sounds like a very good lawyer told her exactly what to say without actually accepting full responsibility. Like that sounds very properly worded where it's like, I'm saying I'm guilty without saying I'm guilty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just like it is like a very fancy way of being like, It's all my fault. You'll never know for what though. <laughs> like it's yeah. just like it is very yeah. Exactly. Okay. So um she Pamela also claims that the publicity surrounding her case during the trial and afterwards hurt her chances of getting out of prison. She explicitly pointed the finger at Nicole Kidman and her performance <laughs> in the 1995 film To Die For. Pamela says, quote, Nicole Kidman never came to see me. She never spoke to me. She never tried to find out anything to the contrary of... You just wanted to meet Nicole I Kidman. honestly was, like, thinking I read that, and I was like, you just wish she came to fucking see me yeah. in prison, don't you? Um, she said she never tried to find out anything to the contrary of, you know, the script that they gave her, and that she played a one-dimensional character. It was embarrassing. I mean, she played me as a complete airhead, and I'm not that person. So it's hard yeah. because I'm constantly hated for being something. I'd probably hate myself if I didn't know myself based on what they say. Okay. Okay. I, I, okay. <laughs> I think to me that says one, like you, like you just said, I'm pissed. I didn't get to meet Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And two, that she's pissed that she played her as an airhead, which she kind of does in the movie, but, and, and granted Pamela Smart has two masters and a doctorate. So only, only because of prison though. Yeah. But you can't get like you, it, they don't just give them away in prison. No, like, you of course not. You them. still have to earn it. She's yes. obviously a smart person. Yes. Like, I can't deny that. You can't get a yes. PhD without being an intelligent person. So yes. to me, it sounds like she's more pissed off that Nicole Kidman played her as a dumb blonde than the fact that they made a movie of, yes. you know, that pretty seems to pretty accurately okay, so, represent what happened there. Yes. So <laughs> my thing is, like, while she is currently with her degrees and her phd a smart person at the time though that all of this took place the time that's being covered by nicole kidman she I, sounds like a fucking idiot she sounds like an idiot you sound yeah. like a, a dumb person who thinks having a relationship if you can even call it that with a minor is a good decision yeah. i would call you to put it lightly an airhead yes so yeah. you sound like someone it sounds like her at 22 years old was like 
This is a bad idea. I have this young boy wrapped around my finger. I'm going to convince him to do what I want. Mm -hmm. And if it backfires, he's the one that killed my husband, Mm -hmm. not me. And I'm scotch-free. So it sounds like she really thought she was smarter than she was. And she became smart with earning her degree. I can't deny that she obviously has some sort of level of intelligence, but... And as an adult now, maybe reflecting sure. back on her behavior, being like, oh, yeah, that was Oh, she played me as an airhead. She could have just as easily been like, at the time I was an airhead. She did a good job. Yeah. Because that's like, how I, I do it. I think she's like, pissed because she didn't get to meet her. Well, yeah, of course she is. Of course that's the reason. We know that. <laughs> I know. She, she probably heard about it. She probably heard, like, because, okay, so yeah. to die for, the book came out somewhere like I want to say 92 or 93 okay the trial happened in 91 so it came out pretty that's soon after quick. and the movie came out in 95 oh damn they so were this all that. happened pretty quickly so when it was announced that Nicole Kidman was going to play her she's in the like, adaptation <laughs> of this book she was probably like oh I'm going to get to meet her like yeah. she's going to want to come and meet me and like nope. study me as a character and then was probably so bitter that she did you know what honestly <laughs> here, here's my small thing so everybody now officially knows that I'm not a huge Nicole Kidman fan I am now just on the sheer fact alone that she didn't go to meet her and that's what I mean she probably was like I don't want to go meet this bitch no I'm just going to do it how I think and that's honestly I'd probably do the same thing if I was Nicole Kidman I'd be like no this girl sounds like a dumbass I'm going to play a dumbass also I mean it's an adaptation adaptation of a book that is based on this case yeah it's still a fictional book so it's like like it's it, it, it is it's like the author yeah is not writing it as true crime it was yeah inspired by so true events. nicole kidman is playing the character in the book she's not actually playing Pamela it's not Slaughter. a documentary like a reenactment it's not yeah so and even if it was still an airhead so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i just thought that was hilarious that like, is hilarious yeah Oh. Um, Pamela has requested multiple hearings with the executive council to have her sentence commuted um, and has been repeatedly denied. What's commuted? Is that like another fancy way of being like... like... I didn't... I, basically, like, I think it just means like transferred to something else. So like her sentence is okay. life in prison without the possibility of parole. I couldn't see... I couldn't find anywhere what okay. she wants to have it commuted to. Okay. I'm assuming she wants to have it commuted to like... Life in prison with the possibility of parole. Okay. Because she's been in prison for 32 years now, so that would mean that she would probably just get out. Yeah. Because we know that, like, life with the possibility of parole means, like, you're probably going to get out in 25 years. Yeah. She's served over that. So she's probably just trying to have it commuted to something that includes parole. Yeah. So that she can get out. Um, The most recent request was put forth in September 2021. And she was unanimously denied five to five to zero okay. uh, once again. And that was released on March 23rd, 2022. Oh, that was recent. So recent. She's still trying. She is still petitioning the New Hampshire governor general to have her sentence commuted. Um, you know, what? after so many years, I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but like, I feel like if I've spent like basically all of my life in prison, eh. I'm just going to fucking coast it out. Like, I'm not going to stop fighting. Well, like, this, it's just... is, this is her thing. She's determined to continue to fight, to, to be free at some point, because she says, I am so much more than my worst mistake, and I would rather be put to death than die in here of old age. That's the thing that she's okay. hinging a lot of this on, is that she's like, I just don't want to die in here. She's like, I, die, I don't... And this is her words. These okay. are not, I don't know. I don't, I have my own opinions, but okay. she feels like the people who actually committed the murder are all out and I'm going to die in here. Um, okay. Sure. Yeah. I do have my own opinion about that too. Like, I get I, that. 
like I get I get it in her mind. Yeah. I understand where she's like, I didn't actually commit the murder. Like but then that's I still just, not taking well, responsibility I told to do it. And they're all out walking free and they're like technically murderers. That's so fucking Charles Manson of you to be like, I never killed anybody. I know. But I never did it. <laughs> it's I like, know. yeah, and but that's like. the reason why I think the state is like, we want to keep you fucking locked up because yeah. this is like a Peter Demeter thing, right? Where yeah. it's like he got out. He didn't actually kill anybody himself. No. But he he's just, just as. other people to do he's it. He's just, just as dangerous. Like that's. A, okay. And that's the thing. And the fact that she is obviously an intelligent woman. Mm-hmm. Makes her even scarier to the public in a way right because oh 100% like, well I did this and I got caught for it like Peter Demeter where it's like you think that you're gonna do it the next time you're gonna do it better you're gonna mm-hmm. do it smarter and like the thing is is like with the intelligence that she has now grown over the years given her education yeah she would probably find a way to be a little bit sneakier so it's just like it is threatening because it like not that the first thing she would do I don't think she would just like run out and immediately basically do the exact same thing but I, I don't know. It's just such backwards it, logic. It, like I know. And the thing is, is that, like, it is, from a legal standpoint, it does seem a bit weird to me that, like, they're all out and she's not. But I think from, like, a psychological standpoint, yeah. it makes sense. Because she was, you know, for lack of a better term, the mastermind. Yes. These boys, like I said, would not have gone no. out and murdered somebody no. if no. it wasn't for her. She obviously did something that convinced them. Yeah. So strongly mm-hmm. that this was the right thing to do. I th- my opinion is, and obviously, like, it wouldn't really work that way, but if she stopped trying so hard to, like, prove her innocence and be out free, she would probably have an easier time convincing people she is innocent. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Where it's just, like, you haven't learned. You have zero remorse. Here you are fighting for this, like, freedom that you don't. Yeah, you're being judged on your, like, life's worst mistake, but it's, like, I don't know, you convinced a group of kids that were on a good path towards, like, a good future to do this horrible thing, and their lives were also forever impacted, even if they are out. You know what I mean? Like, they still have to live with that. They still have to wake up, I'm sure, well, screaming. The, like the one, the shortest sentence that was served was 13 years. That's a long and fucking these kids time. Were teenagers, so they come out as full blown adults and have to just like immediately adapt to new settings. And the and the thing is, is that they're in like their minds at that age, problem solving. I don't think any of them would have jumped to murder. Mm-mm at the like at the first sign of like what can we do about this her first thought was murder yeah that's that that's is the thing is that like that's the only way that I, was the only way you thought she could just be like do you want to just like amicably break up and that's a good suggestion that's like my first thing that comes to mind is just be like hey yeah. do you want to separate we're not neither of us are financially okay to divorce well she almost sounds like a teenager herself in the way it's like you you didn't think of the, she said herself, I was, I didn't think about the consequences. Well, like, okay, so if you got divorced and you took all of your money and you have to start from nothing, that would suck. For but sure. you now still have to start but from nothing. Even other option is that you might go to prison for the rest of your that's life. That's where I'm like, really? Those are your options? Like, wouldn't like, you just rather, like you said, get divorced? Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. It is. And like, but you might not have anything. At sure. The end of it. it would just be you and your dog. I mean, unless someone takes the dog. I would hope she would have gotten the dog in the fucking divorce before. She doesn't deserve the dog. Before this. No, she's before this. I know, but. If she wasn't the kind of person that chose to murder her husband. Fine. If she was just a regular wife and was like, I don't have a lot. Can I just have my dog? Oh, yeah. 
then sure. you know what? You would have been way better off and you know what? in prison for if the rest of your life, really, Pamela. And also, <laughs> Pamela. <laughs> and also, like, okay, we didn't really go too, too much into, like, him and his personality. But, like, I'm going to assume he was a reasonable guy. So if he really was, like, fighting tooth and nail for this dog, he probably took better care of the dog. Probably. So thinking of like, like, a, like the facts of this case, probably. That's why I'm just like, maybe she doesn't deserve the dog, even if it did end well. No. I hope the dog. Well, she okay. definitely doesn't like deserve the dog at, with the kind of person she turned no. out to be. No. Like, I just hope the dog turned out okay. Is that, that the dog's okay? I'm assuming so. Okay. I mean, it's been a really long time. He's not around, but he's probably fine. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's he's one of those dogs that he, he that lives. One of they all do 40, that. They all live forever. They all live for forty years. The lifespan, the average lifespan of a dog is like sixty-five years. Yeah, sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, if any dog is going to live to sixty-five, you know it's Oscar because he's going to refuse to leave mine and Drew's side. I know. We always joke about how he's going to be like one of those dogs that's just like hobbling around with like one leg <laughs> left, like because he just won't let go. We're like, he's just going to try to live forever because he like can't part us. Of course. I have to turn carry every him around case on a little into... bed. And... Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I already do. I know. That's what I, mean. <laughs> I already do. <laughs> oh, I have to turn every episode into, like, basically an Oscar love fest. Of course. I just got one of those, like, Charlie horse leg cramps where your, like, muscles, like, where it does the knot, you mm-hmm. know? I hate that. I hate that. Oh, there's nothing worse than waking up to that mid-sleep and just being like, my leg! <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Is that, Our, is that uh, the end? Yeah, that's the end. That was that's fucking it. crazy. Well, that's, yeah, we're at 2022, 20, and she, her last request just got denied. So she's not going to stop. There's, like, there's a, no, there's a Pamela Smart website. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know who Me pulling up. She phone, does have, no. like, she honestly does have spokespeople. There are, like, I wouldn't say a lot, but there are people, there are voices. Okay. That are trying to advocate for her. Are we going to get hate mail? No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, oh, I said it with like, like a smile. I, said, I, I was like, "Are we getting our first email?" I don't <laughs> think it's like a yeah. Stephen Avery, Brendan Dassey, like okay. kind of thing where it's like there's like loads and loads of people petitioning. Yeah, that. I, like I think there's a few people who are like a small corner of the world that are like that think that she, well, that either believe her, that believe that she had no idea and that she's innocent, seek professional help, okay. or that even if she is guilty, that they there are people that believe she should be let out at this point. That they're like, well, she's. Okay in her fifties now she's reflected on it. She's shown remorse. She's whatever, like all the stuff. There are people out there that just, that, that do believe that. So, okay. cause I came, when you Google her name, these are the most recent things that come up that it's like Pamela Smart's trying to get out. She's trying to, she says, <laughs> she's, the, trying. she's trying to nail again. <laughs> she says the murderers of her husband are all free and she's not. I think it's also an interesting example of, um, we've talked before in the past about how sometimes the justice system goes soft on women oh yeah um and i think this is an example of the opposite yeah where they're they're not really you don't really care that you're a woman you know what's funny though is when you said that she could have received the sentence of like capital murder i was going to say the same thing at that point Mm -hmm. that they were going soft on her yeah and that could have been the jury going soft on her but yes. funnily enough, she wishes she would have gotten the death sentence instead of dying in prison. But, and that's why I'm just like, stop fucking trying then. Because if you got the death sentence, guess what? You would still be dying an old, old person. It's not, this is the thing with the, the, like the death sentence that people that say that, where they're like, oh, I'd rather just get the death sentence. And it's like, 
You realize it happen. You realize it doesn't just like happen the next day. Oh. It's not like a quick like pull the plug. It's like years and years of waiting. They still make you serve your full sentence. Like it's basically just torture. Yeah. You get no health care. Like, at all. Like, when you're on death row, you're fucked. Like, yeah. 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 So, like, come on. Come on. Uh, I have yeah. my opinions. Clearly, I've made my stance very strong on this one. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It is a... Uh, it's a weird one. Because, like I said, it's I find myself sympathizing with the people mm-hmm. who actually committed the murder. Yes. Which isn't usually how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like absolve them of their crimes. No, I do think, but they've served time. Yeah, they've served significant. They've at least of time demonstrated real, true remorse. She has not, in in like my opinion. Yeah, and in the opinion of the of the people that have her fate in their hands, that like every time she applies, they're like deny, 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 deny. Imagine like getting <laughs> the paperwork and you're like this fucking bitch again. <laughs> yeah, I would just be like, here <laughs> we go. I probably roll. Feel like, that way. Right? <laughs> and she, like I said, she's not going to stop. Well, then so, just let her have her death penalty. I'll, like, keep, I'll keep it posted, guys. If she honestly, ever gets out, oh, who the fuck knows? If she but, does, we need to delete this episode. Because <laughs> I feel like first thing I would do getting out of prison would be, like, searching everyone who's ever talked about me and be like, I gotta hear. <laughs> what are they saying about me? <laughs> I just need to know. <laughs> oh. Okay. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. I totally, in the beginning, thought it was going such a different way. Did you think she was the victim? Yes. Yeah. That's why when you, like, I don't know, you started ramping up. Just You said, like, one thing I can't even remember now, but I was like, oh, it's twi- it's twisting. It's twisting. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second you started talking about minors, I was like, I feel like I know where this is fucking going. <laughs> God damn it. It's never good when you introduce children into the scenario. No. Yeah. No, it's not. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's Pamela Smart for you guys. Yeah. That's, that was a wild ride. You always do the good wild rides. Those are... Thanks. I mean, like, they're not, like, again, they're not good, but you do no, them ju- you do justice. But thank you. <laughs> it's not good. It's not, it's not good. It sucked. <laughs> None of it's good. No, it's all bad. It's but all bad. Thank you. you. I'm guys. glad you found that interesting. I did. Very interesting. So, on that note, sign up to be super cool and join our cult of extremely awesome people who love true crime at www.patreon.com slash how to not get killed. And if you ever want to chat and connect with us, you can send us an email to howtonotgetkilled at gmail.com. Or you can DM us or comment on our posts on Instagram at howtonotgetkilled. And you can follow us on Twitter at H2NGK. And you can also check out our website and shop our merch at www.howtonotgetkilled.com. And thanks for listening, guys. Make sure to keep it extra sleazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bye. See you later.